actually, I think food fusions are pretty cool. One of the, it's one of the things I do on my blog okay. as well. I did um, arancini. Oh, okay. So, so, so it's, I use jollof right. instead of risotto, and I start with, with mozzarella, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and um, deep fried, etc. That was pretty amazing, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm not the first to try it. I yeah. think a chef tried it once as well. Um, I think food fusions makes our food different and, you know. Different for who? Different for the African, you okay. know, because we are very used to, let's say, our yams yeah. and palava sauce. Right. And garden eggs and palava sauce, you know. Is there anything else you can use garden eggs to make? Hey everyone, you're listening to Item 13, a bi-weekly podcast covering everything African food, and I'm your host, Yom Tego. Every other week, we'll delve into the world of African food, chefs, curators, and bloggers. I hope you enjoy it. This week, I speak to Na Oyokumoji, an award-winning content creator and lifestyle blogger. She's also a recipe developer, photographer, and social media influencer. Her food blog, See My Cho, focuses on creating, developing, and sharing modern, healthy, and traditional Ghanaian and African recipes for the one who's looking for something different from the usual. The blog shares African food lifestyle stories, ranging from traditional cooking techniques, restaurant reviews, cooking tips, ethnic food history, and much more. Now recently started a new food venture, Already Spiced, providing Ghanaians with organic, premium, marinated meats made with all natural herbs and spices. We met in a cafe in Accra for this conversation, and so you'll hear some background noise in a few sections. We talk about how she got into food blogging, her thoughts on the trend that is African food, and her new venture already spiced. Regardless of a few distractions in the background, this was a true foodie conversation. You will definitely leave this one hungry. And here's the show. So welcome to the show now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Very excited. Yeah, this should be good. I'm excited yeah. to listen to all your food blogging experiences. I follow all of your accounts on Instagram. Uh, so this should be awesome. pretty good. Mm. Uh, why don't we start with you telling us a little bit about yourself? Uh, what's there to say? Um, hmm. Growing up in Ghana, where did you go to? Yeah, I was born. I was born here. And all that Schooled here. Um, yeah, everything here. Okay, and then yeah. after school, what did you do? Which school? First, after tertiary. After tertiary school, yeah. Well, um, that's when I got my first job. Okay. So um, I was pretty much in the oil and gas industry for like okay. six years. Oh, I do remember because you shared yes. a really personal story about mm. going mm. through. Yeah. Do you mind sharing yeah. that now? And how yeah, did yeah, you yeah. transition from that into? I'm guessing that's where you. Sort yeah, of I mean, because from. I started blogging, you know, when I was. I was in the corporate world. Oh, so. okay. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought yeah. that came out of your... No, no, no. Oh, I was already writing then. Yeah, okay. so that was back in um, 2011. Oh. Yes. I almost would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, so okay. that, was, that was back in 2011. And, you know, um, it, it's been a learning journey, like, you know, closing from work, going to write, yeah. waking up early, writing... I've always loved to write, so okay. it wasn't much of a, oh, I have to write, yeah. big deal, you know. Um, yeah, so after I kind of like, you know, launched more full-time into it, um, it wasn't easy, you know. Yeah. Nothing is ever easy. Because you move so. from corporate to you're getting like a steady, steady, steady paycheck. Steady and paycheck, and, and then, yeah. 
and now you're like freelancing or like you're working with um, brands and not everybody understands that's right. what you do you need to be paid for it right okay. so yeah I mean um, so yeah I did that was in the I did a bit of um, professional training okay. so I'm actually like a professional occupational hygienist but it's not something oh wait <laughs> <laughs> oh, what does that even mean so like occupational hygiene is basically ensuring the workplace is, is safe oh, and healthy to work in. So has to do a lot. Um, it's very scientific, you know, about writing policies, implementing right, them. That. So you're doing that specifically for oil and gas. Yes, but it can be applied in yeah. Any so actually, especially food, right? Because I yes, don't know in yes. Ghana like what rules we have around. Food and so I actually food did, and yeah, I actually did a separate um, course on food safety whilst in the corporate oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was very useful, and it's now really useful for you know um, already spice, etc. So yeah, food safety was a big deal because you think about it: how do the people offshore right. eat? You know, yeah, there, yeah. there's that transportation of, of um, ingredients, right. of food materials, etc. You know, they have to be in a good state, you know, how they store them on the rig, yeah. etc. Yeah. And then you think of Ghana where we have a lot of like roadside foods. Mm-hmm. I don't know who is monitoring that. Although I would exactly. say I've been to a few roadside stores where I see they'll have like a Ghana tourism. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know if that's just them registering their Yeah, business I think it's, it's registration like, yeah. and they pay some um, tax <laughs> as well. Okay, um, but they're like not actually or something. being monitored for food safety. Uh, I don't think that yeah. stuff. Not that I don't think. I know they, they are not monitored anyway. <laughs> because, but some yeah. people say the roadside stuff is actually what makes that food special. So it's all the dirt um, and all the dirt and the flies. <laughs> and yes. So yeah, people, people say that. Yeah. Um, I think I think there's a lot of work when it comes to food safety. You know, across um, the different done, industries, yeah. even in restaurants that you feel comfortable even eating in. You know, sometimes I go to a restaurant and I'm observing how they, they serve yeah. because I've been trained, right. you know, I'm very um, aware of, you know, what should be in place but it's not. Um, aside restaurants like even your supermarkets, yeah. how um, your meat is cut, do they wear gloves, you know, all those um dairy I actually foods, didn't realize that super, supermarkets would treat their own yeah, 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 yeah. package their own. Exactly, oh, you know, okay. so they they miss the meat. Now that I think about it, yeah, 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 yeah. Doing a lot of there's a lot of different um, mm-hmm. items. Right? Yes, exactly. Even storing of frozen yeah, foods, so like etc. All that. All you know, is anybody checking, monitoring to make sure that the oh food is gosh. being stored at the right time? <laughs> even like, you know, you get a bit worried and like, you know, maybe let me just cook my own food, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's, oh, that was a very interesting period for me. Really happy I took that course. Um, and we'll talk a little bit later on about how that impacted sort of your venture mm-hmm. into already spice. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, why don't we talk now into specifically your food blogging experience? So, you run a food blog called um, See My Cho. All right. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what you, was your inspiration to to start it? So, um, you know my blog now, yourcorset.com has, it's a lifestyle blog. Yeah. So it's a mixture of food, fashion, beauty, etc. And as I created more content around food, you know, I, I realized that I really had that natural, you know, tendency to create recipes. Yeah without a sweat, you know, and talk about it passionately, Mm -hmm. you know, so I just decided to create a separate food blog on its own where I could um, tell our stories around our food documents, 
um, stories around foods that we may have forgotten about, you know, because I believe that um, Ghanaian food, you know, from way back, it's not like how it is today. And it was much healthier than, you know, we, we cook with less um, artificial preservatives yeah. and artificial flavorings. We cook more natural, more fresh. That, that is so funny because mm. just this week I made um, I made stew at home right. with my mom. Right. And I tend to, because I'm more conscious about healthy eating and healthy yeah, eating, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I use less oil. Right. And I try to use a lot more natural ingredients to add flavor to the food. Mm-hmm. So I use a lot of ginger, garlic, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Versus mm-hmm. using cube, for example. Mm-hmm. So my mom comes back from work. Mm-hmm. She eats it. She's like, oh my God, this is so good. Like, mm-hmm. what did you put in it? Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. you put cube? And I was mm-hmm. like, no. no like, she's exactly. like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. No, and and Exactly, there's little tricks and tips on how to actually flavor right. your food without using artificial preservatives, right. you know. Um, the amount of onion to use, how you even treat the onions, right. etc. You know, um, we have all these spices that, you know, add the natural flavoring yeah, to it, so we don't not, need yeah. artificial And I wonder if that's so. part of a lifestyle thing where now everybody's in a hurry. Yes. Men and women time. are working now, yeah. and sitting in traffic for a long time. So you mm-hmm. get home and you want to do the fastest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, so, so easier to throw in the cube than exactly. actually take taking the time, time to build the flavors. flavors and, in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the reasons I also started the blog is to also share healthy recipes okay. using locally sourced ingredients. Mm-hmm. So um, you think about. Uh, ingredients such as kokoyam, um, think about curry, we think about um, what you call it, uh, the yams, the cassavas, yeah, sweet potatoes, sorghum, like, yeah. sweet potato, sorghum, you know, some of the grains that we seem to have forgotten about right. but are still very important. Yeah. You know, um, how it's ca- interesting yeah. how on the international sort mm-hmm. of platform, those now, sort of brains they are being boosted like, as yeah, superfoods, super foods, exactly. You know? it's, it's crazy, <laughs> and we are here, we have it, and we are not yeah. consuming it. And then you know? before you know it, they will, like, will have to be exporting it there, they'll repackage it. Repa- repackage it, and we pay so much yeah, for it, buying our own products. And then for someone that's listening, that's not familiar with the Ghanaian food or West African foods, let's give them a crash course. Like, what... How would you describe Ghanaian food or West African food to someone that's not familiar with it? So, like, what are our staple foods? What do we tend to eat? Right, right. Okay. Compared to uh, Chinese or Indian. I mean, our, our West African food is heavily carbed, so expects a lot of <laughs> carbohydrates. If if you're on a keto yeah. ketogenic um, diet, you know, just yeah, <laughs> you know, this you just have to be very wary yeah. about you know. So we, we have a lot of carbs like plantains, yams, cassavas, um, gairi, a lot of corn-based meal as well. So there's banku, there's tuozafi, there's um, yake yake. So there's a lot of carbs, you know. And most of these carbs come with the sauces, which are um, also heavily tomato-based, yeah. right? And most of them are also mixed with um, leaves, so you have like contumere, you know, or spinach, spinach leaves, um, boko boko, um, adame, you know. So, you know, so the, the, even though it's heavily tomato based with the traditional tomato sauce that we all know, we call tomato stew, um, it gets mixed in with these um, leaves and seeds. So we have pumpkin seeds, which is agushi, right? Um, 
And we tend to eat a lot of meat. You know, we love our meat as well. So you can expect <laughs> to, um, you know, experiment or try different types of yeah. meats. There's game. So we have Akrantia. Oh, you know. dear God. Tell people what Akrantia is. So, <laughs> grass cutter. You know, it's like a huge it's rat. It's a rodent, guys. Huge rat, you know. Yeah, but it, it seems to be a loved, you know. Yeah, uh, like I've had people, I've yeah. had people ask me to ask for recommendations of where they can get. So people that are not from Ghana that come and visit, they're yeah. like, oh, they've heard about a criteria, they want yeah. to try it. Yeah. I'm like, even I have never tried it before. I've tried it before. It's very gamey. Yeah. I think it's it's an acquired taste. Okay, that's, <laughs> I think that's that way. Yeah. Know. So for someone that's new to Ghana, what would you recommend as their first time Ghanaian meal to try? And please don't say jello. No, no, I wasn't going to say jello. <laughs> <laughs> um, like something no. that you think really represents... Um, because I know you'll say there's different parts of Ghana, right? Yes. Each, each sort each of region ethnic has group its, and each yeah. region has their own. But what do you think is a meal that sort of represents Ghana... I think fufu cuts across. Oh, yeah. That's yes. a good point, actually. Fufu would cut across every region. Because I've been to, like, most of the regions, and it's like every local restaurant has fufu. Right. So it actually speaks to, like, a lot of our food. There's mm. a staple carb, which is yes, like it, a dumpling. Yeah. So, like, imagine banku. Mm-hmm. So fufu is something mm-hmm. that will cut across, and then yeah. you have it with... Some with the soups. Food. Yeah, any of the soups. So there's the palm nuts, there's the light soup, there's yeah. the granuts, there's the rare, Oh, you God, know. I'm getting hungry <laughs> There's like bunu, bunu yeah. you know, so it's is pretty, yeah, yeah, it's something to try, of okay. course, make sure that the, the fufu is in a smaller yeah. portion. And, and then moving know. from Ghana to sort of the rest of Africa, mm. I'm sure you know and you've heard, like African African food, quote unquote, seems to be a big trend these days. So what are your thoughts on that, like, whole African food is trending, it's the next big thing? And then do you feel a sense of pressure or responsibility as a food blogger to try to stay authentic to Ghanaian slash West African cuisine versus people are doing fusion a lot to sort of help raise their profiles also mm. as part of the trend. Well, I think um, the rise of African food has been long in coming and it's, you know, it's our time right. for the world to also discover what we what we eat, what we um, traditionally have been um, seven our families and you know grown up with and it's influenced you know us until now um, it's I don't I, I hope it's not a fad but you know something that's you know continually right. to be yeah, there yeah. a conversation not just a conversation of course but also um, will lead to the rise of African food businesses etc um, actually I think food fusions are pretty cool one of the it's one of the things I do on my blog mm-hmm. as well I did um, arancini oh, okay. risotto. So, so it's I use jollof right. instead of risotto, and I start with, with mozzarella, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and um, deep fried, etc. That was pretty amazing, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm not the first to try it. I yeah. think a chef tried it once as well. Um, I think food fusions makes our food different, and you know, different for who. Difference for the African, you know, okay. because we are very used to, let's say, our yams yeah. and palava sauce right. and garden eggs and palava sauce, you know. Is there anything else you can use garden eggs to make? Well, but you, you know, know, there's a lot of, you'll you find, especially on social media, that people just go crazy when they see 
food bloggers trying different, different things, things yeah. with, with what they consider authentic mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your reaction to have people reacted to any of your recipes mm-hmm. in that way? And yeah. Sort of what is your response or reaction to that? Well, um, whenever I do something different, like maybe use sweet potato differently to make maybe shepherd's yeah. pie or something. Oh, that's a good you know, idea. Yeah, people like, oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, oh, that's, that's interesting, idea. you know. Yeah. So the feedback is always positive. It's always like, you know, oh, this is a must try. Right. And I really hope they're actually trying it. I know some do, and they just never post it, you know. So um, uh, it's 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 good for us to try different things, but we shouldn't just do it for the likes. But we should make sure or try and ensure that it's actually people trying different things, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll take a short break now, and then when we come back, we'll dive more into the topic of the business of food blogging. And then all the other ventures that you do. You talk about lifestyle, we already mentioned already spice. Yeah. We'll delve a little bit into that. We'll be right back, guys. So welcome back. Yeah. I'm great, guys. Uh, we're going to delve now into food blogging as like a business or as a, an occupation, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about what it's like to run the food blog. What do you enjoy most about it? And then what do you like the least about it too? Because it seems like a really glamorous lifestyle, if you will. Like you get up, you cook, you take videos, pictures, and all of that good stuff. And you're at home, like you're doing it on your own time. But what, what are the things that, maybe let's do a specific number, what are the top three things you like the most about blogging, food blogging in particular, right. and then like what you don't like about it? Um, or what I, you maybe not don't like, but would, don't enjoy it about it, but it's part of the process that you have to do. Well, I, I, what I enjoy most is the... the um, the versatility and the creativity like I always have to think of something different yeah. you know and that challenges me to like really you know think of different ways to make something that's yeah. exciting you know because I don't like one way personally I'm yeah. not a you know um, one way kind of person yeah. I, I really enjoy new things new experiences I don't mind trying new things you know going to a restaurant that has probably served a horse or something <laughs> Actually, yeah. I will stop you there because you just said that. Have you tried anything really weird that you can think of that you can tell us about? Since you just um, what's the weirdest food thing I've, I've you tried? <sighs> I don't know. Um, we I can come back them. to that. Why? Yeah, we, we can come back to it, but um, I've had different things. Maybe I... I Oh, maybe I you didn't, didn't think. I didn't think of it as weird. So maybe to someone yeah. is like, oh, but that's normal, you okay. know. I think I've had eel before. Yeah, I think I've, okay. I think that was mm. yeah, it was Slimy yummy. Was, yeah. Yeah. Oh my she said it was yummy. I said it was yummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had I had eel at a Japanese restaurant oh, or something. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. All right. So yeah. you like the creativity aspect? Yes. So the creativity aspect, you know, like. Writing out oh um, list of ingredients, combining the different things, and then going to the market, you know, shopping for it. Um, That's also fun. Okay. Um, Then coming home, setting up my equipment because you know I I had to invest in like you know lighting, camera, you know the whole um, photography, video, 
equipment, etc. Um, and also ensuring that you know um, everything is ready because once you cook, the setup must be ready. Okay. Because you want to take the photos and bring out the freshness yeah. as much as possible. I mean, there's all tips and tricks right. to get looking, yeah. um, getting food to look um, fresh, like you know. Spraying it with a bit of water, you know, adding a bit of oil. Yeah, so the, the pictures of the food you take, though, then, are they not edible because you're trying to do all these things? Oh, no, they're edible because okay. right after I eat them, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's very edible, you know. So let's say you're making a salad, okay. you know, um, avocado salad yeah. or something. Um, lettuce can easily wilt or, right, pars- yeah. or parsley or whatever yeah. leaves you're yeah. using, you know. So you want to have, like, a small spray bottle of water on on hand, you know, you're fresh. just keeping it fresh, you know, and droplets of water always makes food look okay. fresh and, and yummy. Close caption and yeah, and you, you know, e- exactly. You can wow, see the guys, I'm learning tips. You know, so um, yeah, that's that's the fun aspects, okay. you know. And I'm always learning, you know. It's it's always a learning process, yeah. you know. Following other food bloggers or food photographers. You know, watching YouTube videos yeah. to learn how to, you know, take better quality right. photos and videos. And then, what's what don't you enjoy about the process? If there's uh, anything, is there anything I don't enjoy? Um, no. Oh. Even the editing is fun because yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like editing, editing would be yeah, it's tedious. But I use iMovie to edit, okay. for for example, the recipe videos. Yeah. And sometimes I discover something, I'm like, oh, I didn't know I could do that, right. you know, and I'm like so excited. You're, you're like, better than me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just getting into this podcasting thing and I come yeah. back and I'm like, oh, I have to edit. Yeah. Like, uh, I enjoy like the conversations I yeah, have Yeah, exactly. And coming back and editing is just... And editing can take like three hours, you're just sitting there. I'm like, yeah. oh God. And then it pours in and yeah. And then you have to so. pay for me and I don't know if it's the most efficient way because I... I have to, I play the entire like thirty minute conversation and mm. moving sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. like somebody Cutting shoot out, me down. <laughs> you know, adding text, yeah. etc. For me, um, I think my only discomfort I would say is probably the heat because I have to work in a hot oh. kitchen. So I'm now thinking of putting the fan in my kitchen, okay. you know, or maybe an AC or something yeah. just to cool maybe things down. <laughs> yeah. Aside from that, yeah. yeah um, and then um, you do a really good job. Like when I think about the food bloggers that I follow, especially in Ghana, you do mm. a really good job of consistency and content. Like mm. there's always something new. It's there always like, has to be something. It's not like you post and then you don't hear from you a month later and you're there. Like yeah. how do you, you talk about creativity mm. and inspiration. Like how, where mm. do you find inspiration from? Like are you just a, not, a naturally created person or like do you look and seeing the world around you like oh if I do like how do you get come up mm. with that and then also the content like it's so amazing to me like how consistent you are with not just content for content's sake but like really good content also okay I think um, naturally I'm creative yeah. like um, for as, as long as I can remember I've loved to do arts and crafts and okay. I loved graphics um, when I was in Richard School you okay. know and I and think w- it's unfortunate, not to interrupt you, but it's unfortunate mm. that we, we don't appreciate that in mm. our Ghanaian yeah, 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 education yeah. system, yes, right? Yes, yes. Everybody it's like has to be a doctor, doctor or a lawyer, lawyer. Yeah, you know. You know. Um, so that has stayed with me over the years. So um, I, I'm the sort of person who I don't mind, let's say, going to a pottery and oh, buying yeah. like you know traditional pots and just to give my yeah. photos a different look and a different feel. 
you know, it's, it's so really exciting, you know. thinking about, like, what yes. can I do that? I recently went to the China Mall, like, you know, um, two days ago, and um, I was... I was actually looking for wonton wrappers, yeah. right? Because I wanted to make oh, wonton soup, do, right? Oh, you actually wonton soup, or are you going to do a twist? Uh, there'll be a twist to oh, it, okay. you know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, there, there should be wonton wrappers. Because the process is not easy yeah. to actually make the wrappers yourself. But they didn't have it. But I found these really cute bowls. They were so cute, so beautiful. I think that's the last photo on my Instagram. So, um, you know... They, They'll make a picture stand out. Yeah. So you always have to think of, you know, how you're making your content right. more interesting. Yeah. So it's not just about the content, like you say. Um, it's also for me. It's also educating my followers, um, engaging them, right. um, asking them questions to understand them a right. bit better. You know, when you understand your audience, you're better able to send them the right content, right? That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and then maybe like this is a big elephant in the room, but how how do food bloggers Monetize. Like, how do you mm. make a living out of food blogging? Right? I'm, I'm sure brands are a part of it. But then, how do you attract brands to you? And then, how do you choose or select which brands kind of work with your values, your ethos, in order to make sure that you know mm. you're also not compromising? Your exactly. You know. So, for example, um, well, I've, I've worked with brands more on my lifestyle blog okay. than on See My Show. So, See My Show is. Um, what I was focusing more on was building the audience, okay. you know, and getting the readership instead of chasing right, brands yeah. immediately. Because before you go to a brand, you should be able to, you know, pitch your content to right. them. So that when they go through your content, they know how rich it is. Right. You don't want to write like maybe two blog posts and then, and then immediately you want to start working with brands. Right. You know, I, I don't work like that yeah. personally, you know. I want to give value to any brand that right. I work with. So I've been consistently building this content. And a lot of it has to do with healthy foods and locally sourced ingredients. So I choose a brand that I, I believe work, um, also believes right. in organic and you know healthy ingredients. So let's say I, I um, even though that wasn't branded content, I got um, Fonio from um, Ababu, okay. right? And he even gave, literally gave it to me for free, yeah. you know. Um, and I made recipes out okay. of it, you know. Because we have the same ethic, right, you know, yeah. same values, etc. Um, I wouldn't work with a company that, you know, probably has processed foods. And, and it's I sad because I wish, know. I wish we really could truly appreciate like the fresh foods that we have. Because when you go outside, like, and that's the new trend, right? Like organic, fresh food. Yes. And we have it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naturally, really mm-hmm. don't appreciate it. No, we don't. It's, you know, it's quite um, sad. So it's just to, you know, um, pick up that interest in people that, oh, our foods are actually pretty amazing and there's different ways to make them. Yeah, you know? that's interesting. Okay, um, before we sort of switch into the other things that you do, I wanted to quickly talk about two things. What blogging tools that you do use? You talked about using See My Show right now. Mm-hmm. Your um, aim is to grow your followers, like... How are you doing that? Are you using any specific tools or are you just solely relying on engaging content? Are you tracking? How are you tracking mm. your follower base mm. to see what's resonating with mm. them and what's mm. not? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, you know, blogging and social media tools are like, you know, um, partners in yeah. crime, right? It's like <laughs> <laughs> the Bonnie and the Clyde. So um, I use Google Analytics a lot. Oh, okay. You know, I use Buffer. 
So anything I put out there, you know, I'm always using my analytics really well to know what resonates okay. with them. So it's it all takes a bit of learning because right. I mean a lot of us before we started blogging we didn't even know what analytics <laughs> yeah. was. I mean it's always been yeah. there, you know. And um, uh, I use Bitly as well okay. or bit.ly. Oh, L-Y, yeah, yeah, Bitly, yeah. So. Um, oh, that's why because Bitly does track when you. Yes. That's true. Yes. That's true. So that's it, it it gives you clicks. It, it gives you um, the, the analytics over a period of time. And I also um, do email newsletters. Okay. So okay. newsletter marketing it's it's also a big thing. Okay. It's also a tool I use to send out you know personalized. Um, content or um, any blog post anyone may have missed out on so through um, let's say MailChimp for example yeah. you know that's okay you've got this number of clicks, this number of subscribers etc and building a subscriber base is very important okay. as well and then we talk about you photogra- photographing your food yeah. all your equipment and all that stuff mm-hmm. um, how did you learn like the art of food photography like we just mm. did um Africa Food Week in London and yes, we ran a yes. food photography workshop and it was hugely mm. popular especially with food bloggers some mm-hmm. who were just starting out and some who had been doing it forever it seems like that's something that consistently people want to do because that's the only thing you have really yeah. to sell your content yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. so how do you why, how did you learn number one and then how do you keep up with you know different ways of doing it so that I think I'm still learning um, but I have I actually ventured into photography early during my early blogging years. So, you know, the, the basics of um, photography techniques was already with me. So you're self-taught, then you didn't... No, I had a mentor. Okay. You know, I had a mentor who, who is like, um, he's a full-time photographer. So in terms of the basics, I was covered on yeah. that. So then it comes to plating your food and presentation, you know, so... Plating for food photography, you know, you have to learn it, you know, um, from the, the plates, the equipment, the accessories, um, napkins, linen, or jute. Um, what can you put yeah. together to make the picture more interesting? Composition, Compos- picture, yeah. composition exactly. So how you compose the, the photo, the types of bowls and plates yeah. you're using are really key. How you're even combining the ingredients? Because, for example, if you've you've made, let's say, sweet potato soup, yeah, which is which is, yeah. <laughs> like, by the time you're over, I'm going to be so hungry. <laughs> I'm prepping you for lunch, so yeah. So sweet potato soup, you know, it's going to come out yellowish, right? Yeah. So what are you going to add to it to make it pop? Oh, a bit of green, yeah. you know, um, whether it's um, chopped up parsley. A bit That's of red. So interesting. And now I'm thinking that you know what, you do have to be a creative because for yes. me it won't even cross my mind. You do have to be a creative. You have to because it's the colors you're you're combining. So if it's a salad, you're adding reds, greens, and yellows. You know, yeah. if you just make a green yeah. salad, uh, it's just flat. You yeah. know, so you can add maybe feta cheese, a bit of white, a bit of red. That makes it fun. Yeah. You know. Um, you can add a human aspect of somebody actually about to spoon. Oh, that really works. Those are actually really interesting photos. Like yeah, yeah, when yeah, you yeah. always see someone's hand. Yeah. And then sometimes I think um, there's a food blogger who always um, she wears a particular ring. Right. So, then you know so you always know it's yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. identity, right? You know. So 
I mean, when you look at, let's say, this account, Starbucks, yeah. you know, they always have someone's hand yeah. holding a cup of coffee, so that's actually, their brand. I, I didn't even think about that as an intentional sort it's of way It's so intentional. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting. Exactly. So yeah. after doing all that work on position, buying your ingredients, cooking, mm-hmm. everything, and you post it online, mm-hmm. and then someone takes your picture mm-hmm. and uses it for something else. Because right. you don't have this yeah, 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 yeah. and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. how do you deal with... with with, so with that um, in, in our space because yeah, here we don't yeah, have yeah. really strong um, copyright trademark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How so um, I've, I've, it's happened to me a few times. Um, even though I watermark yeah. my my work, and sometimes you know you're afraid your watermark would actually destroy the the quality yeah. of, the, of of the image, right? Um, you know, um, even though you reduce the opacity, you reduce the size of the watermark, so it's it's there, but yeah. it's not there. You understand? You know, you still have people. Right. You know, um, was it two years ago that a company? I'm not going to mention it, but <laughs> a very big, very very big um, influential food company. Um, I think it's their agency, their marketing agency that used my photo, and they. Um, Hope you got some good money for that. <laughs> they they added text to it, which even made it worse. No, that was like a, a rape of my yeah, image, no. like. It was not a good thing. Yeah, of course. I have a lawyer yeah. and, you know... Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I think here, too, we're also very quick to say, oh, you know... And you're well, yeah, Exactly. You know, yeah, we always brush things no, off. That's why people take advantage yeah. of us, you know. But you always have to take a stance, you know. So I called my lawyer and sent them a message. My lawyer spoke to them. They, they did pay. Yeah, you settled. Good. Oh, they good we settled, you, you know, because they didn't want to go to court. Right. And like, yeah, and I was ready to go. Yeah. You know, if we had gone, my lawyer was even looking forward to because it would have been the first case and that would have been a landmark case. Yeah, landmark case. Yeah, landmark yeah. Case, that would have been really good. Yeah. Okay, so why don't we transition then to the other things that you do? Because you do so much. Um, you blog for lifestyle. I know you, you do speaking engagements. Um, you run an e-commerce store. Okay. And store then me, now. Yeah you are doing Already Spiced. So let's talk specifically about Already Spiced since it's in the mm. food realm. Yeah. You know, yeah, what yeah. we're discussing today. What, what is Already Spiced? So, um, one evening... And, yeah, let me, yeah, so I'll start so, with how it started. Like, one evening, um, my husband and I, like, before we got married, actually, um, we were having dinner at my mom's. And we were just talking, you know, about how... Um, it, was, it was around seven, and we were having dinner, and we were like... We now had to actually make dinner and everything. Like, wouldn't it be interesting if, you know, we had a product that could reduce time spent on cooking and you just pick up the product, you know, bake it, roast it, whatever, and you're immediately, you know, um, enjoying it, you know. And we're like, hmm, that could actually work, you know. I'm like, hmm, so we could just buy the meat, you know, and it's just ready to to cook, you know. And as we were talking, like the name even just came up already, Spice. And we're like, yeah, oh, that's snap. a clever name, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. have to think about it. You don't have to think really about it. You know, what it is. It's already Spice meat, you know. <laughs> so that, that's how it started. And, you know, it, it wasn't just about spicy meat, but spicy meat organically. So that's right. what I was going to ask you because when I, I've seen the packaging and mm-hmm. it really says it's all natural and yes. which I like. Because yes. one of the things I used to, uh, when I lived outside, I used to buy a lot of already because, like you said, it's easy. You come back from work, you throw it in the oven or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then those had a lot of sodium, a lot of chemicals in order to exactly. Um, so exactly. then I stopped after a while when I realized. But like, this it's, is it's all be, fresh, yeah. you know. So if 
for example, Kwakushita chicken wings yeah. that we oh, have, right? Yeah. So it's it's purely Kwakushita with um, a bit of ginger and a bit of onion. That's it. It's very low in salt, so we've left it to your, you know, um, choosing, like how you want to salt right. it. But it's very low in salt, and I have I have um, been sourcing most of my meat from a local abattoir. Okay. You know, so that the meat is also locally sourced okay. as well. And then you do it all in your kitchen? Yes, yes, for now. Oh, okay. So then I, you do it, you get the meat from the abattoir, you do the seasoning. The seasoning, everything, and it's vacuum sealed. Okay. So I have a vacuum machine. So oh, wow. That's so also, <laughs> that also, you know, maintains the or increases right. the shelf life, yeah. you know, because you want to reduce the amount of oxygen right. in there. Um, and... Um, that not only um, preserves the shelf life, but it also enables the seasoning to penetrate, okay. you know, oh, for a longer time. You know, I'm so <laughs> you know, and I think you know, um, we spend so much time in the kitchen peeling garlic, yeah. ginger, grinding the pepper. You know, by the time we are done, it's like so much time has gone, yeah. and we don't even take enough time to season the meat. It's like the, the minute because, the yeah. spice goes on, we are cooking it. Like, no. <laughs> you know, you need to enjoy the yeah. flavor, you know, uh, for it to mani- uh, penetrate into the meat well. So, yeah, to save time on cooking, you know, because we spend so much time in traffic, right. yeah. you know, after work. Home, yeah, all of that. But once you have already spiced um, chicken wings, you just bake it. Oh, that kakushita and wings sounds And so you can good. have wings alone on it, yeah. you know, on its own. You know, as a, as a meal on its own. So, yes. Um, and then the packaging. So, you vacuum seal mm-hmm. yourself. Yes. And then what about the outer packaging? Not that? That's, that's the outer packaging, oh, you know. Yes. You literally do that. I, I will include a picture. So, check out okay, sure. the show notes. We'll include a picture of the packaging of Oily Spice. Because that looks amazing. Mm. Well, it looks like it's manufactured in some factory. <laughs> I know, I know. That's. That's, I bought, that's um, really impressive. Yeah, I bought the um, Food Saver um, vacuum bags, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's it's very sturdy. Um, it's it's yeah, microwavable, I mean, friendly, you know, so... No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you just pop it in. Wait, you know, so where... So this is available in Accra now. Where can people find... Where can people um, find it Currently, Accra they can order online. Okay. I'm going What's to be stocking... Already People also order via Instagram and, and Twitter, etc., Facebook, you know. Um, it's so interesting how social media now is like right. a marketing it's tool. A marketing so, tool yeah. um, but I'll be talking very soon at Shop and Save. Um, oh, okay. Yes, so I recently just acquired some boxes, you know, <laughs> to start oh my God. packing a whole lot of products into it for them. So, yes. Um, that's, um, that's, that's how it started. Interesting. Yeah. So you balance all of this stuff, your store, foundry, see my show, already spike, speaking engagement, you do workshops and social media and all of that stuff. How do you find, and I know also from social media, social media, like guys, social media is almost, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know from social media that you're a woman of faith. How does that tie into the way you think about business, your life purpose and all of that stuff? Um, I think I think, or I believe that you know, we are meant to prosper, and we've been given so many talents, nice. so many um, skills and abilities. Yeah, using Let's, all of them. I have to use them as much as possible, you know. But what I love about what I do is everything is tied in. So my social media skills and expertise helps me to market my products. You know, yeah. I have an understanding. So right. when I have 
um, someone to actually manage the social media. I know how to even right. train them yeah. to make sure they're doing the right thing. Because now we, we even live in a time where people profess to be social media marketers, but you know they, <laughs> right. they are not really yeah. doing the right thing. Um, speaking of engagement comes every now and then, you know, not as well. This year I've done like one training and one speaking event, yes. But it's always around right. what I do, you know, so I'm never confused oh, yeah. on how to, you know, right. exactly, you know, yeah. So, Stop Foundry to, um, we are actually changing the business model, so we'll be announcing that very okay. soon, so yeah. But it's not very, um, um, it doesn't take so much of my time, okay. uh, you know, so yeah. So, food because blogging now, is probably the most. Yeah, food blogging, you know. And I love it because, you know, um, Already Spice has recipes, right. you know, so the, the uh, marketing strategy is to create recipes okay. and post well, them. Well, maybe let's do that. You know. I'm putting her on the spot now, guys. Maybe do one recipe and we'll also include that one Already Spice recipe. Exactly. Those exactly. exactly. We'll include that in the show notes exactly. so that people can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah. and find already spies and yeah. then try the recipe yeah, yeah, yeah. that we'll share in the show yeah. notes so that you can. I'm ex- I, I want to try this pork, which is so <laughs> I'm so excited for it. I'm really, it's, it's, I, it's I really everyone's like favorite it. and the pork. Oh. Yeah, that's in the pork, yeah. actually. Okay, I need to try that. So, what's next for See My Show? Next for Ready Spice? I think we talked mm-hmm. about it a little bit. Like, you're going into stores for Ready Spice, yes. the recipe, the yes. and all yeah. stuff. What about See My Show? So see my show um, wants to um, start more food conversations. Okay. Um, so to go offline, um, to go online, um, to go offline, and have you know face-to-face interactions okay. with people. So you start have, doing more events. More events, okay. yes. So and it it can be sponsored by already spice, you know. So that's like all the time. <laughs> yeah, you know. So what you yeah, do? So so. Um, and also, you know, help food businesses to come together, you know, because I always say that there needs to be more collaboration yeah, between, you know, food businesses. Everyone is too scattered and yeah. siloed. So. And in the itch, it's not really competition because I think everybody has their niche and the thing that yeah, they do everyone, well, Yeah, everyone, yeah. And the market is huge, yeah, you know, huge, so, so there's so much to do. Yeah. Um, then before we transition to the rapid fire question segments, where can people find you online? Oh, um, already spies. Yeah. So already spies everywhere on Instagram, okay. Twitter, and Facebook. So just type um, already, already spies. Yeah. Okay. You and see everything there is to see. And, and see my show. See my show too on Facebook, Twitter, and um, fa- um, Instagram. Okay. See my show. See my show and show yeah. is C H O W. Yeah. Some people say chow, right? Like yeah. Chow. So I just wanted to see my show. <laughs> so it's a Ghanaian Alright, so now we're going to delve into the last section of the interview, which is rapid fire questions. I'll ask now really quick questions and she's going to answer off the top of her head. She right. can elaborate if she wants right. to or not. Um, so here we go. Number one. Which you should expect because this is where Ghana and okay. I asked you earlier. <laughs> so Ghana Jollof or Niger Jollof? Oh, Ghana Jollof. In this, I will ask you why. Uh, it's, what it's, makes it better? What makes Ghana Jollof better? Not just because you're Ghanaian. Not just because I'm Ghanaian, but it's a type of rice and the flavorings yeah. that we use. 
Nigerians don't have tonobiti. Like, no, it's... They don't add that extra mm, something. No, we don't even need to add cube. Yeah, Nigerians exactly. cook with cube more than we do. Yeah, yeah, so... Okay, buffet or a la carte? A la carte. Swallow or rice? Swallow or rice? Like buffet? Oh, right. Swallow. <laughs> Red wine or white wine? Red. Coffee or tea? Tea. Dine in or take out? Dine in. Morning person or night person? Morning. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Biggest pet peeve? Do I have any? I don't have any. (laughs) Your husband, your husband, did you hear this? (laughs) You'll come and count on Twitter. And your favorite African or local restaurants and why? African restaurants? Yeah, or local, yeah, African restaurants. Asmara. Oh. Yes. Why? Um, The ambience... The variety, okay. the the service quality okay. makes it worthwhile. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well thank you for your time. It's such a pleasure talking to you. I'm leaving this interview very hungry. Um, but it was really good talking to you and learning more about what you do and I'm really excited for already so now I need to go find mm. no, I can just ask you. I'll, I'll, I'll send some okay. send some to you. Um you know, have the delivery guy. So I have a delivery guy who oh. makes most of the deliveries. So. Okay, all right. So Sounds you can expect one. a complimentary one <laughs> and make something out of it. Posted <laughs> with all the tips I need. Yep, 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 yep. All right, thanks, guys. This was a really good one, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Item Thirteen, an Essence Thirteen production. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Keep up to date on news and events from Essence 13. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Essence and the number 13. Thank you.